JD Token Sports, it is Sunday, March 18th, 2018. I keep saying 2017, 2018 it is, folks. UNC is out of the fucking tournament. Blown out, what, 21 points by freaking Texas A&M, which I talked to my buddy Ben, and he said they had a bad day where they, at one point they missed 13 straight three-pointers, at one point they missed 15 and 17. They weren't hitting their shot. Doesn't matter. Listen, I felt they came out sleepwalking, and they never caught up. It was 12-6, then it's 25-20, they're down. Now, one thing pissed me off. Texas A&M, this, and this is a teachable moment to everybody out there playing fucking basketball. There's four goddamn seconds left in the first half. They're up 42-28, Texas A&M. The guy misses a goddamn, UNC misses a three-pointer, and the freaking Texas A&M player grabs it and then starts walking toward his bench, yapping about they're fucking up. And you know what? They call traveling on his ass. And they threw a ball in that, um, who the hell, what was his name? Couldn't put back in, the big guy couldn't put the ball back in, whose name is name is skipping me right now. I'm going to look him up now because it's bothering me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm deep in thought right now. Yeah, UNC, what was his name? And it was a perfect fucking pass. It was, not Barry Pinson, not May, it was Manley. The freshman, the freshman, the freshman out of the center out. It was, and I'm 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 not I'm not going to bash him for that. What's it, Sterling Manning? Are you freaking kidding me? Won't, won't let me won't let me look it up. God, you know what? I fucking hate this, this thing. Pisses me off sometimes. Sterling Manley was that his name? I am logged in. Yeah, well, let me see it. Sterling Manley. Whatever. Sterling Manley. Sterling Manley makes a great, has a great freaking pass to him, and bam. And that's the end of that. So they're down. But how about that? Right before freaking... They're up by 14, and you're thinking, okay, it's freaking great play. And a teachable moment because I teach kids in basketball, and I know I know, uh, Mark Eden would agree with me, Big Ben would agree with me, because he – and he's jawing his bench, and he's going, and he's like, ah, 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 and they get the ball back. Sterling Manley, it's a putback, and it rolls out. You know it's not their day. So down 14 at the half, and they can't hit a shot second half. Yeah, I mean, the fans were sitting there stunned. Total ass, total ass kicking. And I missed the end. And who picked this? Who picked freaking Loyola Chicago versus Nevada in the Sweet 16 with a chance to play Kentucky? To Loyola, Nevada is going to play the winner of the Kentucky Kansas State UMBC game. So there's a chance that Kentucky, well, I don't think, I, I think UMBC, if they went there, they're down by five at the half. And their star player was took a freaking shot. Again, a lot of these guys are not paying fucking attention. It's right before halftime. And he they're not paying attention. To, they're, they're not they're not looking at the clock. There was 12 seconds left. And I'm like, dude, you know what? And he he took a he rushed a shot because he's trying to create something out of nothing, which usually doesn't work. And then they get the ball back. And I know you're sometimes trying to, you know, shoot your team back into the game. But uh, Lyles, Lyles, yeah, he's too afraid the first half. And I was wrong. He started out at 
I know he went to Robert Morris, but he started out East Coast. He went to shit. I had all all this information in my head. You know what? I was so pissed about what just happened. I was trying to get the the freaking, the the name of uh, Sterling Manley. But he he went from, where'd he go from? He went from, yeah, from VCU to Robert Morris and then to UMBC. That was uh, Jarius Lyos. But I loved what UMBC had. They said, number one seeds, 135 and one, were the one. I mean, that's just perfect. I think that's that's the perfect picture. Now, I'm going to put up a picture, I think, up from Puma, because Puma said a letter, was going to write a letter to the Jets about them trading up for a better pick. And it looked like it was written by like a five-year-old. And I could bash him for his handwriting, but my handwriting sucks too. So I really can't bash him on that front. But yeah, he wrote this cute little letter like a little kid wrote. He goes, Dear New York Jets, I am a long-suffering fan. All I ask is trade up the picks 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 three with the Colts or pick four with the Browns so we can get our future QB. Alan Rosen or Donald will be there, please. And it looks like it's written by like a four-year-old. Now, I tell this story where, you know, I'm bashing him with his handwriting because I wrote one when I was subbing for a kindergarten class and the teacher said, uh, oh, you let the kid write on the board. I go, that was me. But I thought this pick, it was so cute that I feel like I'm going to post this as my main picture for the show tonight because Puma... I mean that's he's nonstop with the freaking oh let's he now he's comparing the defensive backfield of the freaking Jets he's comparing it to the freaking Rams he thinks it's his top three I go listen we were just five and eleven last year I'm so, and I, I I hate when I say we the Jets were five and eleven last year he goes well they're gonna win eight this year I said that's still shit still not a good team and you can't be a great defensive backfield if you're not winning goddamn games you can't be the Legion of Boom you become the Legion of Boom when you start winning championships you don't become the Legion of Boom when you're five and eleven or eight and eight I'm sorry you could be a good defensive backfield and all that and you can start but they've had one year under their belts and they didn't even play that great and Syracuse Jim Beheim, I'm fucking believe how good he is and he, he roasted Draymond Green after Cuse took out Michigan State Michigan State again every time they go to a tournament they play like shit but I'll tell you Jim Beheim every goddamn time gets it done and Clemson was down 40 when I checked a little while ago. They're down by 38. They're getting their asses freaking kicked. Asses kicked. Oh, okay, now here he goes. Oh, now he's saying, Brandon Drury is out of my fantasy, is, is out. My fantasy baseball sleeper telling you. Bat him second, Drury's out. Judge and Drury, two, three hitters, dogs, my lineup. Gardner sucks. Drury, Judge, Stanton, Bird, Sanchez, Didi, Walker, and Hicks to the sticks. Rounds it out. So that so his fantasy baseball lineup is the Yankees. I just supposed to get fantasy fantasy baseball lineup out of all different teams. Maybe I'm wrong. And he was. Uh, I told him, you know, you know, you can subscribe on iTunes. He's like, do I have to pay for that? I'm like, are you Jewish? Because I'm Jewish, and you sound a little cheap to me. I said, you pinch the nickel so hard, the Buffalo screams. He says, oh, bro, when we do a show together, man, I'm gonna tell everybody. I go, why the fuck you aren't you telling everybody now? Subscribe on iTunes. JD talking sports. Drop the G. Subscribe. I'm on. I'm on YouTube. I'm on. I got. I got videos on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. I'm. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. iTunes. Subscribe to JD Talking Sports. Drop the G and stop saying, "Bro, when I'm on the show, I'm going to tell everybody." Why well, can't tell everybody now? I just did my 300 show. I'm doing my 300 first show right now. Why not tell everybody? Gumbo Chef tells people. Lithuanian Laser tells people. Rock tells people. Spread the word, folks. Tell everybody. I got a lot of my mind. And he just goes nonstop. I'm like, dude, you are, yeah, kid's crazy, man. But you know, when you're young, dumb, and full of cum, you know, that's what happens. You know, you, 
You know what? You feel you're indestructible. Anything can happen. You wear your Zorro the Gay Blade hat and you just think, you know, nobody can touch me. You're like, you know, King Kong ain't got shit on me. And I forgot, but Carol went to St. Francis in PA. And she goes, they got their asses kicked. She said, that's a good word, destroyed my alma mater. I go, yeah, it was close for two minutes. And uh, she said, UNC looked bad. They looked terrible. They looked beyond terrible. And UNC came in 36-1 and in tournament games played in North Carolina. The last time I lost was 79 to UPenn. I think that was what it was. It was called Black Sunday. NC State, or I think all three teams lost that day. Or two of the three. I got to look up that Black Sunday again. They're 36-2. and But I, I don't mind them losing. I just felt, I thought it was a total ass-kicking. 86-65 wasn't even that close. Wasn't even that freaking close. It was ugly. It was over. It was done. Now, I read some interesting stuff today. Very interesting stuff today. Where, you know, I, I decided that I was, you know, couldn't sleep last night. So I, well, yeah, I never could sleep. And Peanut was up at 5 o'clock this morning, which always makes Dad very happy when she's up so fucking early. Yeah. And I said, two th- yeah, and I apologize for saying 2017 last night, but whatever. Now, Brian McCann just won a World Series, and he caught the winning ball from the pitcher, Charlie Morden. Now, the interesting th- thing was that him and Charlie Morden, some 16 years earlier, they met for the first time. Both were like teenagers. They played in a showcase tournament called the Area Code Games for 17-year-olds about 30 miles south of Dodger Stadium in Long Beach. They were both drafted by the Braves in the second round, third, second and third rounds, 2002 draft. They were teammates in rookie ball that summer before their paths, you know, went different directions. And McCann grew up outside uh, Duluth, Atlanta, Duluth, uh, Georgia, outside Atlanta. You know, he's bearded, bald, seven-time All-Star, but he's you know clubhouse leader. You know, catchers are like that. Now, Morning grew up in Reading, Connecticut, towering. You know, they said uh, his talent has often exceeded his confidence, which his time has been fragile as his health. He's undergone surgeries on his elbow, hip twice, and abdomen to repair a hernia. They were the only only players in the area code games team, which was run by the Pittsburgh Pirate Scouts, to make it to the major leagues. And among the 52 players drafted by the Braves in their class in 2002, they are among six who reached the majors and the only one still there. And I want to thank Billy Witz for that article. But uh, this is interesting. McCann had never advanced in five previous trips to the playoffs, said that, you know, that time and the watching and rewatching the playoffs from his couch had allowed him for a deeper appreciation of how hard it is to win and for how remarkable the series was. And Morton said he rewatched Game 7 only a handful of times. It was not transformative, he said, or validation. What if he is back in the same spot this season and ends up losing? But it was, he added, a reminder of why the game matters. He goes, well, we don't romanticize baseball as much as people would love us to. After a certain amount of time, I was drafted in 2002, and here we are 16 years later, and it's become a job. It's still appealing in the way that I got to play, got to go play baseball for a living, but the utopian idea of it, that's kind of played out, and now I have a legitimate responsibility to the organization, to myself, and my family, because it's become about more than just me. But those moments in baseball, if you're speaking from in here, in this environment, that's what we live for. And I thought that was kind of cool. Like, you know what? Hey, you know what? People say, oh, I'd love to do it. But you know what? Everything becomes, it's, you know, it's a job in a way because you got to put all the, think about it. You may love playing baseball, but you got to put all the fucking time in. You got to do the training. You got to do this. It's the traveling away from family. There's certain things. Now you're going to pay a shitload of money. So it's a little easier to do in that respect. But it's also, it is a finite amount of time. It's not like you're going to do this for the next 50 years where you're at a job or something. So I understand what he said, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Here was two guys that ended up playing in, together as 17-year-olds and they uh, ended up, the clinching game of the World Series. And McCann, and uh, actually, Morden pitched really well in the postseason for the 
Astros actually came in with a losing record, but he had a winning record this season. And what did he pitch against the Yankees? He had... He pitched game seven against the Yankees, and he went five scoreless innings. And then he pitched a good game against the Dodgers, which the the bullpen blew on him. But he pitched well in the postseason. Then he ended up pitching a long relief in game seven and gets the win, and uh, McCain gets a jump in his freaking arms and all that. I thought it was kind of cool. And I was watching a female weather newscaster in San Francisco got erect nipples with sound effects when they went erect a boing. Nine point six million dollar nine point six million views. She must be ecstatic over that, and I was just like, "Wow!" So I have a video. I, I put up two videos on YouTube that still no one has watched. It has zero views. One of them was this, this majestic kind of freaking like cloud thing. No views. No fucking views. And this erect nipples of a news reporter. Nine point six million views means you know, hey, it's the it's the age of the Kardashians. What do I know? And then I read a great article about the NAIA has a, you know, it's not like the three-week NCAA March Madness. This is 32 teams, seven days, and one shared hotel in Kansas City. How about that? 32 teams, seven days, one shared hotel. It's played a municipal auditorium. The, it's, an, it's actually where it's been playing since 37. That was the year before the NIT and two years before the NCAA had its first tournaments. It's kind of like, uh, it's below the NCAA's three divisions, sort of a fourth tier in college sports Small college and directional schools with names like Peru State, Central Methodist, and Our Lady of the Lake. That's in Texas. Third, and they, they all stay at the Weston Hotel in Can- near the uh, near the uh, the, cor- the the court in Kansas City. It was live streamed back to the Weston lobby, and there were you know people watching it, people eating whatever. Four hundred fifteen players filtering through each morning. Very interesting. Also, kind of cool that. Um, you know what happened there? Also, it's the same place where in 79, freaking Daryl Dawkins broke the rim against the game. Remember, remember Phil Ford played Kansas City Kings. Happened at the 10,000-seat downtown arena in 79. How about that? That's pretty freaking cool. And the tournament was started in 1937 by basketball's inventor James Naismith and others. When the NAIA was known as the National Association of Inter... Collegiate basketball. This year's the 70th anniversary of Clarence Walker's breaking the color barrier for all college basketball tournaments. His coach in Indiana State, John Wooden, had declined an invitation to the tournament a year earlier because the event did not allow back players. When the NAIB changed its discriminatory policy in time for the 48 event, Wooden and Indiana State came and finished second. Pretty cool, huh? And it's kind of crazy. So they play. I thought I thought it was, you know. Court time is hard to get. There are 24 games. In the in the first three days, there are 24 games that breaks only 10 minutes between, and no one can practice in the arena. You know, so basically you have to do you have to do a 10-minute halftime to something when the other teams are coming in to, you know, practice layups and shit. So you got a log jam of four teams in the court at once, two teams walking off, two teams coming back on. Kind of crazy, right? On Wednesday, the first day of the event, the game stretched over almost 16 hours from the first tip at 9 a.m. to the last at almost 1 a.m. crazy right there's 94 mostly small college teams and university many with unenrollments under 2,000 students it's women's basketball tournament is held concurrently in Billings Montana there's conservative disciplined teams to more freewheeling programs with something closer to playground ethos kind of cool right and there was something else I wanted to talk about well you know NAIA 
these kind of uh, one of the coaches, uh, Bob uh, Bob Burchard is the coach of Columbia College in Missouri, which lost his first round game to Campbellsville of Kentucky on Thursday afternoon. He's coached for Col- at Columbia for thirty years, and he has the most wins of any current NAI coach, seven hundred seventy four. He's been coming to the tournament since the mid nineteen eighties when he was an assistant at Missouri Western State College. One year he watched in awe. He saw Dennis Robbins score 46 points and grab 32 rebounds in a game for Southeastern Oklahoma State. I drove back to campus and found our big man. I told him, you've got to come back with me and watch this guy. Pretty crazy, right? Rodman, think about this. This is He went from the NAIA to NBA, including Willis Reed, Hall of Fame, Earl Monroe, Hall of Fame, Jack Sikma. So Willis Reed went to Grambling. Earl Monroe went to Winston-Salem. Jack Sikma went to... Illinois Wesleyan, Terry Porter went to Wisconsin, Stephen Points, and Scotty Pippen went to Central Arkansas. Pretty cool, right? But they said the best player ever was a sharpshooter from Kentucky State, Travis Grant, who, who led the, uh, Kentucky State to three straight titles in the early 70s. Still holds the record for most points in a game 60 against uh, Minot State in Minot State in 1972. Most most points in one tournament, 213, and most career points, 518. They called him Machine Gun Grant, and boy, could he shoot, said Mike. Amor, a 65-year-old retired printer, an NAIA devotee. $100 for 31 games. 100 bucks for 31 games. And uh, uh, Bruchard, the Columbia coach, said one of the keys to a long run was avoiding sharing a hotel room with a team that had been eliminated since those players no longer worried about curfew and might make a ruckus. Now, it was held in Tulsa, Oklahoma from 94 to 2001, the only time in 81 years that the event was outside KC. And they, uh, Amer, who has gone to games since, like, I think, 68, said he likes Fridays when eight games determine the quarterfinals. And as the field shrinks, the lobby at the Westin and the crowds playing players, the crowds of players tumbling out of its elevators thin, too. And he said, uh, 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 Richard said, it, it's funny how he said NCAA programs sequester their players in separate hotels far away from their competitors and their fans. He likes the Parade of Champions. You know, 500 players and coaches jammed into one place for one very special week. And NAA, we're all in this together. I like that. Now, I read also about the Paralympics. The women's uh, Oksana Masters carried uh, was the flag bearer for the closing ceremonies. And they set a record. U.S. had the most medals, but they also the biathlon team at 16 golds. And Andrea uh, Eskow of Germany won gold in the 10 uh, 10-kilometer biathlon competing in an aerodynamic carbon fire frame engineered by Toyota that incorporates technology used in Formula One racing. So it's crazy. She goes, it's like part of my body. If I sit inside, I feel safe and supported, she said. It makes me feel non-handicapped or not that handicapped anymore, and that's very important. She won a third medal here Wednesday, a silver in the 1.1-kilometer sprint. She finished behind Oksama Masters of the United States. She said... uh, they said Masters was so fit that she did not necessarily need a carbon frame to win races, but she got one and she won. And they said, if we can give her, U.S. team said, if we can give her a couple of the pieces of the puzzle, then we don't, then we don't have other excuses. We owe it to her. We owe it to everyone. And they, you know, they were saying how when they first, U.S. girls got involved with the Paralympics, they were buying skis off the rack. And they said, if we're, if we're doing this for the regular athletes, why aren't we doing it for this, the para, Paralympic athletes? I thought that was kind of cool. Very cool. Oh, and I'll tell you, if you can watch Saturday Night Live, Undercover Office Potty, Undercover Office Potty was so fucking funny. I'll tell you, if you need a laugh, watch that tonight. It was hilarious. 
And I love the NAIA. 100 bucks for 31 games. Imagine going there and freaking watching for basketball from 9 a.m. to 1, from 9 a.m. until 1 a.m. 16 hours of basketball. I'll tell you, I saw four games. And as long as they were good games, I was hooked in. Even the last game, I was a little tired. But I think I could have watched more basketball that day. Like, if we didn't have a break, I could have watched six, eight games. I loved it. Four games in one day. And I love what Connor Orr said from the MQB. He said, uh, Giants are in a strange place, stuck between who they were and who they want to be. And uh, he said, the toothpaste is out of the tube, man. I agree. It's out of the tube. Yeah. Because they're saying, you know, they're, they're getting guys to win, but they also should be thinking of the future. Listen, how many more years does Eli have left? And I remember that I, heard a, I heard a guy yesterday talking about how the Giants have done pretty well with his second pick in the draft. Because what, what, what they traded up to get Eli, but they were saying, oh, they, they you know, they did pretty good with it. I go, they went two fucking championships. Then LT was number two pick. Oh, you know, he was pretty good. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Eli will be Hall of Fame. LT was Hall of Fame, saying pretty good. And interesting because this is the this is going to be the same draft with three quarterbacks to be taken in the first three picks. Well, number one in '99 was Couch. Number two was Donovan McNabb. Who I was saying, you know what? If he came along, I would take him. If I he, if a Jet could have his career right now, I would take that fucking career because not too many guys have had. What, he would go to five straight NFC championships? If the Jets went to eight, five eight straight AFC championships and played a Super Bowl, and they'd probably win because the quarterback wouldn't throw up and wouldn't gas out the way he did, i take that right now. If, I was, if, if one of the quarterbacks comes in and has a Donovan McNabb career, I'll take that with a heartbeat. And number three is Achilles Smith. So you, hopefully the Jets will get a Donovan McNabb and not, you know, you know everybody was saying uh, Couch was, uh, you know, injury prone, and we didn't really get to see Tim Couch, the real Tim Couch. But Achilles Smith, man, fucking total bust. Total bust for the Bengals. But Bung- Bengals made a lot of fucking terrible plays. Yeah, uh, Clemson beat Auburn 84-53. Unbelievable. Blow fucking out. And Annihilation with Natalie Portman? Skip it. It was it was torture. It just went on and fucking on. Don't, just skip it. Just skip it. And why did I say tonight during day games? That's all I kept saying today. Hey, tonight we play great. Game was at freaking 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, and I saw the end. Texas A&M women's team came back. Who'd they beat today? Shit. I was watching that game, and she hit a freaking buzzer beater, man. She hit a three-pointer, and they were down the whole game. Nevada came back from 22. And I didn't think Cincinnati. I, I had Cincinnati going for especially with now the losses. Unfucking believable man. Crazy tournament. Just crazy. Uh, Puma's not uh, texting me anymore. I guess he's going crazy with his uh, picks and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I, I just can't believe. Yankee team is your fantasy team? Because it makes no sense to me. Why would you have a fantasy team of the Yankees? And Rock finally got uh, his Bluetooth, so he said he can start listening to games. He did not win big in Vegas, but he had a good time. That's all that matters. And I told Rock I want to do a show. Lithuanian Laser looks like Friday we're going to do a show. If it doesn't snow, Puma says he's going to do a show this week, and then he'll tell everybody. I mean, God forbid he can't tell anybody now. He's got to wait till everybody hears his show. Like you know, like oh, oh, I'm like okay, dude, dude, whatever, whatever. I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to get angry. You know what? You know it's you know like it's in a roadhouse. Be nice until it's time not to be nice. Be nice until it's time not to be nice until it's time not to be nice. Now should I stay up and watch? Should I stay up and watch um, Walking Dead? I don't know. Yeah, Warriors won last night. Michigan wanted a buzzer last night over Houston. That, uh, that, that, that's got to suck. That, that would crush me. That would crush me. 
Yeah. I'd love to see UMBC win tonight. They were saying, don't become the next Virginia. Well, ugly. Oh, yeah, the hardwood floor at the NAIA dates back to the early 1930s. You got to love that, man. How, how could you not love that? Yeah, the white brown has attended every tournament since 1962. I mean, some fans go to all the games. You got to love it, man. The fans that are in it to that much. And I found this interesting, too, where the U.S. team was discovering with the, uh, the Paralympic team that the athletes have been cautious not to drink much right before practices or races because they were leery of needing to use the restroom after having been snapped into the devices. Gretsch said they'd stay, that they stay, said they, uh, said they stay hydrated via drink feeds at strategic points in the course during long races, gliding downhills, they drink down the feeds. It's interesting. So they weren't, you know, once I got strapped in, so it was affecting their performance. I mean, all stuff that, the, you know, that they worked on. Pretty freaking cool, right? Very cool. Oh, and uh, Minnesota said wearing green is never an option, no matter what the day is. And then the Eagles sent him a pick with Nick Foles and Kirk Cousins, both in Michigan State green, which I thought, burn, burn. DeMarco Murray is going to meet with the... Uh, dolphins and uh, my friend E is in uh, is in Mexico put all these pictures up on Instagram stories is like crack you can't stop watching and I said uh, have fun my life sucks yours doesn't and uh, enjoy and now Severino is going to start opening day at March 29th at Toronto and the, they're going to go Severino Tanaka CC Sonny Gray and then Jordan Montgomery I was like alright I don't, I don't mind that at all I think that's kind of cool Coach K is now the all-time winning coach in NCAA tournament history, 1,098. He also, I saw a stat today now, second-round games, he was uh, ahead of of Roy Williams, 24-18, and Roy Williams did get another one, so that's over with. Carmelo is now 19th on the all-time scoring list. They beat the Raptors today for their... Raptors broke an 11-game winning streak for the Raptors. And I was looking at this draft in 99. Some quarter, Dante Culpepper and then Cade, Mc, Cade McNown from UCLA was taken 12th by Chicago. He didn't, remember he was dating uh, Playboy models and all that stuff. The career didn't. Torrey Holt, he had a strong career. Rick Williams. Edron James, number four. So you had running backs go four and five. Rick Williams, Rick Williams didn't start off with a great career, but end, and Edron James had a really, they both, yeah, both over 10,000 yards rushing. Edron James won a Super Bowl, I think, right? Won a Super Bowl with the Colts. Anthony McFarlane was 15th. He's on ESPN now. Yeah, I was looking at some of the Patrick Kearney had a pretty good career out of Virginia for Atlanta. Luke Pettigoat won a couple rings with the Giants. Javon Kirst, the freak. Yeah, he started off strong and then poof, was gone. Yeah. Yeah, so they won. Oh, I'm sorry, six, 16 medals. So 16 golds for the Paralympics biathlon team. But still, it's a hell of a... And uh, Russell was another triple-double today. They ended the Raptors' leg game win streak. Russell had 37 points, 13 rebounds, 14 assists. They beat the Raptors 132-125. And then I heard about the big daddy, former uh, Glenn Davis, got busted with weed and all this stuff. 
So he's in a, in a in a private jet. He's got a bunch of cash, and he's eating Popeyes, and he keeps saying a lot of jump shots, a whole lot of jump shots. And uh, he was report. He said it was don't don't believe the reports, but he had a briefcase full of cash, and he's eating Popeyes, just laughing. I guess what do I know? Maybe he's uh, oh man, the picture I took with Peanut really blurry. I put a picture of Peanut Eye up for my uh, screensaver. Syracuse man, hello, love that win today, love it. You know, I just Jorge Polanco got suspended for 80 days for testing positive PEDs. Can these guys get their shit together? Don't you realize after a while you can't keep doing this shit? Good God, man. The guys keep getting busted. It's like, dude, you know you can't take this shit. Stop taking this stuff. Unfucking believable. Just unbelievable. Stan Van Gundy fined 15K for criticizing refs after yesterday's loss to Blazers. Tiger was in was a, a hole back, and then he finished with a 369. He finished six behind uh, Rory McIlroy. But hey, he's still playing. Listen, still getting back in the swing of things. Pelicans beat the Celtics today. And Cristiano Ronaldo, eighth career four goal game. Real Madrid six three over. How would you say it? Guapo, Girano, 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 Girano. I need I need someone I need uh, someone to tell me. Oh, oh, and I love this. I'm using this picture. And Raiders sending wide receiver and punt returner Corderell uh, Patterson to the Patriots for draft picks. Good for them. DeRozan, Jamar DeRozan said, Corey Brewer smacked the shit out of me. He tried to smack me because I had a layup. I got fouled. Tell it like it is, man. And Steph Curry sent UMBC unreleased Curry fives for their second round game tonight. I thought that was kind of cool. Listen, hopefully it'll lead. And Jimmy Butler said he's going to be back for the play. Listen, I think, I think class act. Total class act. I love that he did did that for the players. I hope they can come back the second half. Patriots give the Raiders their fifth round pick for Corderell Patterson and a sixth round pick. Hey, listen, they'll find a way to use him. Man, they got their asses kicked. Joe Barry the second man did not have a good game. I mean, the, the team did not. He had twenty one points, but they couldn't hit shots. Man, Nevada back from a twenty two point deficit. So you have. I just saw a stat that said something. Yeah. South region making history. No region in the history of the NCAA tournament has had none of the top four seeds make the Sweet 16 until now. That's awesome. That means that they picked some fucking teams that shouldn't be the top four. South region destroyed. Yeah, my whole my whole bracket's totally fucked. Totally fucked. Jonathan is scroogeed on his... They've lost three to my four. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Minnesota only gave up 77 points the first half to Houston. That's never going to go well. So I need to, yeah. And I want to watch the rest of the game. Yeah, so UMB, okay, so I can watch the end of the UMBC game. Xavier's tight with Florida State. And then, that you know, that's what kind of pisses me off. So tonight there's a game at 9 fucking 40, Marshall, West Virginia. I'm like, dude, I got to go to bed. Rory McIlroy won, and Tiger Woods finished fifth. And Timberwolves, after giving him 77 points in the first half, only down by 10. Well, the game's over, basically. But still, Pelicans won today big. Oh, and I switched Peanut. I couldn't deal with her freaking beat. Oh, yeah, that's it. DePaul, uh, DePaul lost after being up big. Freaking, what, 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 they were up 17.7 half, second half uh, deficit that came back for Texas A&M. And... Uh, 
Chinetti Carter at 37 points. She hit a three-pointer to win the game with 3.2 seconds left. It's awesome. I thought, I, I love I, I just love it. It's all on. It's all you can watch. You can watch all basketball. It's freaking fantastic. It makes me so... Okay, so how many teams do I have left? Yeah, the, so the South... The South, yeah, you lost... Who was it? Virginia? Wait, where's two? Cincinnati. And it was three in the... Yeah, two was Cincinnati. And who was three? Oh, Tennessee was three. Holy shit. All gone. So right now, I have, out of my my Sweet 16s, Sweet 16s, I have one, two, three. Oh, they lost. Holy shit. <laughs> I have one, two, three, four still alive. And if West Virginia wins five, so I'll go, I'll, five of my 11 left. And I have the only team I have left for my final four is Villanova, which I have going to the championship game. So that'll probably end that. Well, I did bet against UNC, and that's why they played bad today. You see, I jinxed them. I fucking jinxed them. All right, I, I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of stuff I wanted to get. Oh, so so Puma did get back to me. He said, "Nah, I'm saying that should be the lineup. Nah, I can't have all Yanks. I lose. I have three Yanks. That's how. And I'm talking. That's how. That's how Puma talks. Nah, y'all. He calls me a bro all the time, bro." Bro, man, bro. The youth of today, man. The Utes. Utes are fucking crazy, dude. Those damn Utes. All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's do trivia. Trivia, trivia. I fixed my watch up and I'm trying to figure it all out. Okay. Trivia from last show. Who was the first driver to win races in all four of the major sports... Motorsports categories in all four of the major motorsports categories. Grand Prix, IndyCar, NASCAR, and sports car. I read it in an obituary, so I, I apologize. This was a crazy question. Dan Gurney. And there are two others, Mario Andretti and Juan Pablo Montoya. So that's the end of that question. Tonight's question is, who has the most playoff wins in the Super Bowl era without a Super Bowl win? Who has the most playoff wins in the Super Bowl era without a Super Bowl win? All right. UMBC is playing now. I need to watch that game. I think there's like 10 minutes left in the game. And I'm rooting for UMC. Just like I was rooting for freaking... I was rooting for Syracuse, even though... And, and, and now Syracuse is to play Duke, so they have to beat Duke. They must. Or else I'm going to cry. Also, they're showing women's basketball all over. Marshall, West Virginia is finally going to start. See, it's all these crazy channels. True TV. I mean, I got to go through all the goddamn channels to find True TV. There we are. Okay, so UMB... And Gumbo Chef loves when I give scoring updates. So, UMBC is only down by one with 10 minutes and 15 seconds left. So, you know what? This is going to be a ball game. So, I'm going to post the picture from Puma because it's so cute. It's like a little kid's letter. I wish I could have him like in his little first day of school outfit because it'd be adorable. It'd be adorbs. And again, you know what I've noticed too? A lot of teams going for rebounds have two goddamn guys all the time going for the ball. It's like they're not communicating. Guys, fucking communicate. You're almost going to knock each other over trying to get the goddamn rebound. And I'm wondering like, what's with the coaching? Are they teaching these guys the right way? Because I feel like they're making a lot of goddamn mistakes. Oh man, I love UMBC. Ah, uh, bad pass. And now they're going to do a stupid foul. 
Yeah, you got to be careful, guys. You know, that's the thing. That's why UMBC could be in trouble. They don't have reserves. They don't have a lot of guys. It's not like they have a a, ten, a, a bench. It's like you're, you're sort of five are going to have to play a lot of fucking minutes. And that's where it comes to bite the smaller teams. After, if they get the upset, it's can they carry it? Can they be consistent? I don't know. I would love it to. I'd love it to happen. All right, folks. Peace out. Talk to you soon. Have a good night.